ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm going to laugh while I do this. <laughs> Is this like an inside joke? No, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at I'm going to tell the people what's happening in a second. Just, you know, let the intro play, you know? It's a professional publication, you know, professional show here. Um, so you, you, you people don't know, right? We don't do one of the video podcasts, right? It's to give us a little, little flexibility. Because if we did, like, the video podcast, we'd have to get all prettied up. We'd have to get the camera going or whatever. But, you know, so, like, I gave Aldo here a thumbs up. And he's like, yeah. And then he starts taking a chug of whatever it is he's drinking there. And then he's like... A sip. Yeah, che- cheeks all, you know, filled with juice. <laughs> we'll just call it juice. <laughs> he's like, yeah, bro. <laughs> Gives me a thumbs up. <laughs> so I'm laughing as I'm <laughs> doing the <laughs> intro. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mean Green Nation podcast. Welcome to it. Uh, and, you know, surprise, surprise. Aldo's back. I'm back. Uh, you know, do we, do we have a crowd? Crowd? Did you hear what I said? Aldo's back. Oh, okay. They don't. They don't like that. Apparently, <laughs> crickets. Yeah, they didn't like that. Um. All right. So, good news, folks. You ready for this? We have an athletic director. Yes, I'm ready. Yeah, we had an athletic director. <laughs> uh, well, it was. Uh, I mean, I felt like it was always going to be Jared Mosley. Uh, you know, he was announced today after a ten day search. He's announced as the guy. Like, I think a good portion of the, we'll just call it some pageantry, was doing some due diligence. Like, um, I mean, North Texas is a public institution. Uh, you can't just be like, all right, you're the you're the guy now. You have to go through some processes, right? Some it's like legal requirements. Um, they had to post it, you know, and hire candidates, and I'm sure uh, Jared had to apply for it or whatever. I mean. For, Maybe five business days. Maybe he even had to submit his resume, and then then fill out the resume form. <laughs> like you know, all the like, what was your last job? Like this is on my resume. It's right here. Like literally, I just submitted it. That's always a fun one. Uh, I'm sure that that happened. Um, so you know, there's a lot of that, right? And then there's a search firm. I'm sure they they had to go through it and they had to interview him. They had to get vetted. Uh, but everybody pretty much suspected that Jared Mosley. Well-qualified candidate. He was the number two guy there at North Texas uh, under Ren Baker for a long time. And then he ran ACU, Abilene Christian. Also, he's like the all-time leading rebounder or something like that at Abilene Christian. So there you go. Yeah, we're going to reach new heights. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's like 6'3 or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, maybe he'll tower <laughs> over over donors you know, a little bit. You're like, hey, uh, give me that money. Um, all right, so UAD... Big news this week, right? As we last left you, I think I speculated and I thought about doing an emergency podcast the way people do, right? But does it not? You know what? Let me just, we'll just keep to the schedule. Um, so Seth Luttrell was fired. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, I haven't got your thoughts like in formal form, you know? I think it's just been like text messages or maybe super secret Slack messages. So Aldo, I turn to you and I want to get your take on Mr. Seth Luttrell. Parting we ways. Of, yeah. We kind of, you know, hinted about it, right? In earlier on in the season that <clears throat> it's it's a piss or get off the pot kind of situation for North Texas with Seth Luttrell, considering his his uh, his contract. Yeah. 
and you either got to let him go, you know, you got to succeed even, and you asked me, even if he makes it to the, uh, the, the title game, which at that point when we talked about it, I don't think we were even thinking about that. It was too early in the season and we were getting crushed. And I thought, you know, it's never going to happen. Why, why should I even worry about this hypothetical? No, no, we should not, we should not continue this. And, and he, Latrell did a lot of good things. Just like Dan McCartney did a lot of good things for North Texas after taking over from, from Todd Dodge, you know, he made everything feel, feel more grown up, feel like a big institution. And then he peaked and we needed to move on. Uh, yeah. Seth Latrell took the reins and made us feel like, like, a you know, a big school with the amount of stats he was putting up, the amount of, um, and he's an offense guy, so he put up a lot of records with, with all of his teams, which was awesome, um, and I respect that. But again, he, he reached a limit, which is with his coaching abilities. He's a brand-new coach, and, you know, you kind of saw those those limitations after the first uh, coaching staff that he that he put together where, you know, there was issues with game planning and issues with getting the right hire in in um to north texas with with lots of different defensive coordinators offensive coordinators until he hit it with with bill bennett he hit it with mike blaish um but he could never that was his big thing that's what we're going to remember him for is not never being able to win those big games those big moments taking charge there um I mean, and, yeah, like literally the biggest stat is 0-7 in postseason games, right? And that's right. bowl games and that's championship games. 0-2 in championship games, 0-5 in bowl games. That's something we harped on on this show uh, forever. Uh, I think you hit it. I just kind of want to re- react a little bit to that McCarney thing because I think you're right. I was like, if if you don't remember, maybe you're too young or, you know, whatever. You're like, oh, I was in middle school. Um, Dan McCarney came in. They won a bowl game, right? That was like the peak of the McCarney era. He modernized he, he college footballized our the program that was run by a former high school coach right todd dodge and todd dodge was in over his head for a lot of reasons he did some good things i'll say like up until seth luttrell todd dodge's quarterbacks uh were like the mo- most recent successful quarterbacks in north texas right like Derek thompson did a lot of good things but yeah i mean it, it, was it prolific offenses yeah but they were bad right uh, I think McCarney called him. He said they're the weakest team. They, they just didn't have a college football kind of thing. McCarney came in and said, I know what college football teams look like. You know, I flashed the big old ring from Florida. Right? And then. Well, I mean, he even talked about Jeff Wilson. He said before Jeff Wilson ever, even ever played a single game, he said he was an NFL yeah. running back. Yeah. So yeah. he had a. He knew yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. Yeah. He knew, he knew the thing. So then you got him there, right? But then he couldn't find an offense, he couldn't find a quarterback. Uh, that was an adventure there. Seth Luttrell came in, and like you said, the uh, of the the ten six hundred yard games that North Texas had as a program, eight of them came under Seth Luttrell. Um, one of them came under Todd Dodge. Um, I think yeah, and the other one came somewhere else. Uh, lots of offense, and I think you're right. It's the big games that that really did them in, and I think there was this season was an example of that. That you look at the season. Right, seven was it seven and five? Is that what North Texas? Is? Uh, I actually don't remember. I yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah. So, uh, here, uh, like a revelation, right? I think I think it was Vito or somebody said this, right? I forget exactly. One of the people that kind of know people, and they're like, he had to win eight games, and uh, that revelation. It's kind of like getting the puzzle solved on the um, 
on a crossword, right? You're like, oh, like five letter word for you're about to be fired, you know? Um, it, it was that's why he said that thing after Memphis, like, oh, we can compete with his team. Like, I thought that was a little out of character and that was a little silly and very frustrating. Um, I was a little myopic thinking about, like, what is he doing? Is he just kind of at that point in his career? And the answer was yes, yes, he was at the point in his career where he just kind of said something like that. But he wasn't talking to us, he was talking to his bosses. He was saying, hey, look, we were right there with him, we can compete with him. So, I know you think I can't compete with him, we can compete with him. But I think that was, maybe that was kind of true, right? Maybe, oh, well, you sort of can't compete. It was also an example of where Seth Luttrell fell short, right? And one, I think he didn't, he was never a talker. He's never a program salesman through the media. You know, he, he always looked like he bristled at that par- portion of it. And, I mean, I get Conference USA press conferences are very small time, right? It's usually like one or two people, the beat writer, and then the flavor of the month, um, um, you know, what you call it, uh, uh, like blog or something like that. And, you know, and that's about it. But Jeff Trailer does the same thing down in San Antonio. It was like uh, Greg Luca, the guy from the Express News, and then like J.J., uh, whatever his face is. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that guy that just does that and just, you know, carries the water for the program. But that's it. it it's just usually those two. But he takes, he's like, these are the two avenues I have to sell the program. I'm going to sell it. Uh, well, you know, it's culture, you know, uh, the pillars of toughness or whatever. You know what I mean, he's going to sell it. I think Seth Luttrell, he looked visibly annoyed. And I mean, I don't blame him. He looked visibly annoyed to be up there giving that press conference every week. You're like, Seth, you know, tell me about the time that, you know, you won. He's like, ah, you know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those things. It's funny. Yeah, he he was never he was never that guy, and yeah. you know that's fine. That's okay. He, he built relationships with, with his players. He allowed his staff to develop and be yeah. the, the 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 spokespeople and his players to be the spokespeople. Yeah, now, I, yeah. I, 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 I don't. Yeah, I. <laughs> the thing is, I think there's lots of things that you can be good at, right? In, in any aspect of your job, right? Like you know, you have all the roles. I got to do all these, and here these things I'm not so great at. I will delegate those things to people better than me. As long as you know your weaknesses, it's not a bad thing. Um, but, I, you know, I think that it, you didn't even have that because you're not really winning. People are kind of, you know, not showing up to games. Nobody's super excited about it. And then you're out there like, oh, we can compete. And it's like, you're not you're not going to win it through the media, man, because nobody really likes the kinds of things you're saying this way. So at that time, yeah, he was talking to his bosses. And then after the press conference in the championship game, you know, I was like, he was like, I'm excited. I want to, you know, I'm looking forward to the bowl game. I heard that as more like, I want to, like, like we still have another game to play, and I'm looking forward to that, and I got to see through this, you know, disappointment and then think about that game. But I think, you know, obviously looking back, it was like, please don't fire me. You know, I think <laughs> I don't want, I think we still have a chance, and I'm, you know, all that kind of stuff. But he was given eight games. Apparently said win eight, and this is this is the kind of season where eight is not a high bar at all. Memphis, UNLV are not tough games. SMU is maybe yeah, a tough those, game, but those are should have wins. And I mean, in hindsight, eight, SMU should have been way more competitive than, than yeah. we allowed yeah. it to be. The, the SMU game should have been like UTSA part one, right? And um, you know, I saw that in terms of like advanced stats, North Texas is not very good against UTSA. In the championship game, I think we all saw that it felt more like more of a blowout than it was. Right, North Texas was, was within seven, but it never felt like they were just within seven because it felt like 
UTSA is walking down a field, and, and North Texas is like, all right, I'm going to heave it. Hopefully somebody's there. You know, it, it was like that. So I think you're right. You you hit a lot of the points that, that I hit, and everybody's kind of hit. Um, Seth Luttrell, in the end, he was a 500 coach, right? <laughs> Everything you're like, yeah. well, he did this. There was a lot of, well, he did that, though. And I think it was certainly time to move on. All right. Were you upset that he didn't, like, take out an ad in the Denrick Chronicle and was like, you know, thanks, team. You know, you know I would appreciate all the support and anything like that. Uh, No, no, not at all. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting him to do that at all. And yeah. the fact that he didn't do it, it, it was not bothersome to me. It's not. It was not some kind of glaring thing that omission that, that you know, passive aggressive or whatever. It, it, that's just how he is. Yeah, I, I want to say... That I think Skip Holtz did that, you know, like he he did one of those. Like he was like, uh, you know, thanks. Um, it's a normal. I think it's a more normal thing to do because you. I think Dan McCartney might have done it too. I it. You want to connect with the city. Yeah. And Latrell was never going to be that guy that was going to try to connect with the city. Kind of like you see trailer connecting with the city of San Antonio. Uh, Skip Holtz with. Um, Rustin. The city of Rustin. Rustin. <laughs> the city of Louisiana <laughs> Tech. <laughs> I was say Shreveport, but I knew that was not correct. Well, I think you can't, <laughs> you can always guess like University City, right? That's always the thing. <laughs> but yeah, University neighborhood. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So, there's a, there's a little Seth the Trail. I mean, I wish him well. I think he was a, everybody says, when you get to know him, he's just a great guy. Like he's a great I boss. Mean, he is. Yeah. No, nobody disputed that, but you know what? Nobody's measuring you on that either. Like those are things that you want to have also win. You know, it's like if you like bring your accountant over and you're like, "What do you mean I'm getting audited? Or what do you mean I'm bankrupt? Like what? What did you do?" Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, but he's a great guy to work for." It's like, cool. You're supposed to be yeah. on accountant, my accountant here, man. What are you doing? Yeah, he's gonna bounce back. He's gonna get a good job. There's no doubt about that. And um, I think, I think he's gonna be a little bit happier. That it, it's great to run a program, but I think some of the 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 BS associated with being the head guy, he's gonna appreciate not having to do that anymore. He's not gonna have to go golf with anybody or shake somebody's hands or do those press conferences. He's not gonna have to do any of that. He can just be like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go design up the offense and then go watch the NASCAR, or whatever it is that he likes." Right? Um, I mean, I think he he liked the NASCAR. He said, "I remember we were talking about. He's like, I want to watch some NASCAR." I was like. That's not me, man. I can't talk about that, too. I've been a couple, a lot of left turning. It's not really, never really been my thing. Um, all right, so uh, Jared Mosley. I think here's here's the other part, right? Who's going to be the guy, the, the the head coach? My personal preference, me, myself, I, would like somebody with a little head coach experience, good or bad, right? Like, I think you got the good is like a uh, like a, a up and comer hasn't had a bad season right, um, and then like a bad I think everybody's like well that guy he's had good seasons bad seasons like a Justin Fuente right, Fuente was, uh, sort of on the rumor mill like look out for that guy he has ties to Ren Baker, he was at Memphis together, and um, you know Memphis had a fall I mean uh, Fuente had a falling out at Virginia Tech. And they were kind of expecting when when Seth Luttrell was getting ready to move on, maybe taking that Kansas State job. Everybody was like, "Oh well, maybe it's gonna be Old Fuente over here, right?" So at this point, everybody's looking that way. Right? He's one. He's not exciting, whatever. But he's a he's a solid hire. 
And then you got like an Eric Morris who ran the, um, you know, UIW. I like him for a lot of reasons, and those reasons were include that he built up a program at UIW. It was crap. It was nothing. Nobody cared. It's, I've interviewed him in his office, and it's in a trailer. You know, it ain't nothing to it. It's no, it's no, it's not putting on airs. No, like you know, statue of him out there. There's nothing, right? There's a trailer. The football field was his practice field. There was like construction going on. Like it, it's tough gigging out there in FCS, and he built up that program in their winning program, right? So I thought that's good. Um, and then a lot of other people were like, well, this guy, he has ties and some high school football coaches or, you know, people like that. I think those are interesting, but I'm not super excited about that at this time for the simple fact that I think North Texas needs a guy that's run a program as they get ready to go into the AAC. You know, like it just, you don't want to risk the program with the guy that just kind of like, um... You know, I always had an idea of that this is how you just need somebody that's ready to go in, right? Like I've done it before, I'm ready to go in. Yeah, I get I get what you're saying. So you're saying like, you know, somebody like Seth Lutrell is is now would be like a Garrett Riley type of guy. Yeah. That that has not run a program but has an exciting offense. Yeah. Shown the potential, like Graham Harrell shown the potential for for a good offense. I, I get that. Um I really there's not a name out there that really excites me for head coaching. At least that falls under the, de- uh, you know, the, the wants that you have. Yeah. Um, Cause Fuente is the guy who uh, I guess retread is, is not the right word for him, but everywhere he's gone, it's kind of like kind of fizzled out towards the end. <laughs> but, but I guess that kind of happens with everybody. Um, so it kind of, I do have a, a little bit of a concern with that. Um, uh, but wait, just, be, before you continue, let me just listen. Let me just list some things here. Right, you got Fuente. He's been on there. Garrett Riley. You mentioned him. I mentioned Eric Morris. Got Ryan Walters, uh, Illinois defensive coordinator. Casey Keeler, Sam Houston coach. They're, that's kind of an if because they're going to go to Conference USA. But maybe he's like, ah, done. Let me get out of here. Graham Harrell's been thrown out there, and a lot of people thought about him as the guy because he had ties here. I think the positives for Graham Harrell, uh, Graham Harrell, are like he's a Texas guy. He should be able to recruit Texas. His, uh, um, he had, he was part of the the glory years of the Latrell era, right when they were going up, not necessarily when they're going down. Um, but the negatives are that his stars kind of dimmed a bit. Like you know, he was supposed to be the next great offensive mind, and then you know USC kind of struggled. And then Lincoln Riley went over there and like, let me show you how it's done, kid. And then, you know, has another Heisman Trophy for winning. Yeah, I mean, USC struggled with really great guys on offense. Yeah. Um, but is that the head coach, right? Is it the head coach? Is it the, the, you know, there's only so much an offense coordinator can do. So it's it's a little tough to, to parse that out. Um, but, you know, he's he's been out there. You got Kenny Perry, Emmett Jones, Joe Gillespie. Those are just... A few people, and then, you know, I think everybody else just starts throwing their people out there. Like, oh, what about this guy? Here's an interesting thing. I, I think I mentioned Skip Holtz, right, you know, at the start of this one. He was sort of rumored to do it after he got let go of Louisiana Tech. And people were like, would you would you be cool to Skip Holtz? Yes. He's not exciting, but the guy won at Louisiana Tech. Um, they won, like, 6-1 and one in bowl games. Recruited. He recruited well. I, he had the lowest salary. And Conference USA, or like one of the lowest, and I think he, you know, I'm saying, I think he had limited resources in Louisiana Tech and rusted. It's rusted, by the way, um, and yet still performed. Did you say Shreveport? <laughs> Is that near Baton Rouge? 
Did you know that means red stick? Uh, yeah. Um, so I wouldn't hate that. That's that's another one I was like, it's not really gonna excite anybody. Like, oh, skip holes. I don't care. Okay, so I, I don't necessarily think North Texas needs an exciting hire. They need somebody that stabilizes them and goes out there to win. Uh, you need somebody ready to go do it. And he's won. He won a little USFL championship. Does that move you at all? Are you moved <laughs> by USFL championship? Um, it was fun. I watched it. It was, it was fun to watch. Um, I think I think you just want guys that that were nice to you when you interviewed them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Eric Morris maybe. is cool. I, <laughs> I like him because his offense was actually really fun to watch. Yeah. Um, at at Incarnate Word, and then uh, like you said, Skip Holtz is always a blast to to interview. Like you really want to run through a wall, even though like, hey, what did you have for breakfast this morning? And then after yeah. he tells you, you're gonna run through a wall. Yeah, like yeah, let's get that breakfast. Here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Biscuits and gravy. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't hurt though. You know what I mean? Like we've had to talk to you know, was it? There's 14 coaches. We've talked about 20 coaches because right, someone got fired. And I mean, some are good to talk to, some are pleasant to speak with, and others are not so pleasant to speak with. Others, you're like, you're you're trying, you're like yanking out a quote, like, so do you like coaching? Uh, coaching. <laughs> like, is that a yeah. yes? What did you say? <laughs> or and then you've got like Butch Davis who goes on some kind of tangent, like you ask him what did you have for breakfast, and he's talking about his glory days with the Cowboys. Yeah, you're like, wow, I, that was it sounds amazing. I think I bought a timeshare. And also season <laughs> tickets. And I'm not sure how that... You can see why some of these guys get those gigs. And it is... I don't know. Whatever. It, it's cool. Um, Eric Moore... I think Eric Moore tried to, he tried to tell me some Mike Leach type stories. Started to go off on a little tangent. I mean, it was kind of weird because I was interviewing him from like a North Texas perspective about UIW. But I was also interested in the program. It was sort of an excuse also to get there and just see what was happening behind the doors and... See what's going on at UIW. And so it's for those reasons a lot. I, I do like um, what he was doing there. Uh, there is a bowl game coming up. I don't want to stop the head coaching discussion. I think all that is going to continue in earnest, I think, as you know. now we have an AD finalized, right? And I, I think everybody kind of knows that Smasterisk is still leading the search. Like he's, it's going to be Mosley, but I think it's also... Like Smasterisk, like you know, he's gonna be heavily involved, right? You know what I mean? Like it, it's gonna be I mean, Moses call, but he's gonna he be like, the trail, right? he's gonna be. Is that is that the hire you want? Is it really? You know, uh, this one then? <laughs> you sure you don't want this guy? <laughs> uh, not Garrett Riley. Warmer, warmer. And he's got kind of nodding with the <laughs> jacket. Um, yeah. So, all right. Um, what do you want? Do you, I mean, just from that perspective, do you care if it's like a hot shot? Offensive coordinator guy or something? I mean, I mean, a, a hotshot offensive coordinator guy, like, just hypothetical. Garrett Riley, right? A, a guy like him brings a lot of that excitement that we've been losing. Um, but then you've got a guy like Skip Holtz who knows how it's like to be in a city. Uh, and the struggle it is to being in a in a school, a small town, this and that, trying to, trying to get that attention, trying to get that excitement. I don't know if if that that spark is gone for him or or, or whatever, um, but it makes me want to lean towards a guy like Garrett Riley over a guy like like Skip Holtz just to try to get that excitement again. So I mean I think that the answer is like you get a guy with like to be a CEO 
because I'm I'm really interested in game management. <laughs> I mean, I think that's super important. Game management, game strategy, yeah. yeah. Sometimes <laughs> that would go out the window, and you're like, what is going on? Why are we doing these things? And so, like, you know, you get, like, a skip holes. You get, like, an Eric. Eric Morris is the offensive guy. Um, and then get the excitement in the offense, right? Get the excitement maybe on the defense. Like, have some some assistants that are exciting, right? That's fine. I think that's where you, you balance it out. Um, I mean, you know. I think North Texas is a good job. <laughs> everybody says it's tough, but everybody says every job is tough if you're losing, right? Like they were like, oh, you know, Florida's actually kind of tough. You know, it's kind of tough to win there. And then they go win. You're like, oh, it's hard to lose at Florida. I mean, you got all the talent over there. It's, you know, they got all these facilities, whatever. I remember when it was hard to win at Alabama until Nick Saban went and then won at Alabama. And everyone's like, well, it's Alabama. It's easy to win there. You know what I mean? I remember when Georgia was hard to win at. And you can't ever figure it out. They could always be good, but they just can't. And then now Kirby Smart's winning at Georgia. Now it's it's hard to lose at Georgia, you know, because it's, it's always that way. I, I don't really buy the this job is tough in a unique way, unless you're like UTEP, where it's hard to win. Because there ain't no people out there, right? You go out to the football game, and it's like frogs, and there's like the one guy. You know what I mean? There's nothing out there. There's maybe an armadillo. I, armadillo, I think, uh, can you play fullback, you know? I think uh, a tough thing that has – hampered North Texas's ability to connect and be exciting is that it's, you know, University of North Texas. Who is that? You know, TCU, yeah. it's Fort Worth. Uh, SMU is Dallas. UTSA, San Antonio is in the name. And so, but when you talk about North Texas, it's a broad general area that they cannot connect directly with one community. You know, Denton County itself has 46 cities and it's not Denton's university it's that whole area's university, so you have to be able to to connect with everybody, and they haven't been able to do that for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that, like, SME tries to say, like, they're Dallas's people, and I think that's fine. They kind of do that. Uh, but there's nobody else to, to say that. Yeah, but, I, I, I mean, I've seen SME stands. Ain't nobody there, man. They're not selling it out <laughs> that way. It's not. It's, that's true. It's, there's I, nobody I that can agree. And so, like, I think North Texas, like the school and the program, football program, has done a good job getting guys from some key areas in, like, Dallas-Fort Worth area, right? And I also think that they did a good job of getting some of those Oklahoma kids, those southern Oklahoma, that kind of stuff. Like, that's an easy – it's, it's you know, if you say, well, no, that's not good to get them because something else. Well, UTSA is looking around, and they're scooping up South Texas, that area. I talk, Again, Eric Morris sound like his – F an agent out here, um, but he was saying like, what you getting <laughs> yeah, when he was when he was at Texas Tech, he said he was responsible for recruiting San Antonio area. And he's like, there's a lot of kids out here, and like it's great. So you know, like I know there's kids out here, and I can go find them. Like UTSA is like coming up, and they're they're recruiting this area. UTEP used to get a lot of kids from the San Antonio area. Um, you know, Texas State used to get some of that. That it, it's it's a place that other people were like, ah, it's not enough. But if you put in the time and effort and you scoop it up, you can own it. And then that's become sort of like your pipeline now. You build those kind of relationships. You know, East Texas, we were we were out there a lot a yeah, long time ago. Yeah. I mean, you go where the talent is and there's you're gonna lose some, you're gonna you gotta go out and compete. I think as far as a fan base, there's what everybody says two hundred thousand alums in North Texas. A lot of them are community school alums. I think you gotta give them the cheer for. We had thirty thousand people at Apogee. We were ready to cheer, right? You gotta get you gotta win. It always starts with winning. You win, then people show up. If you're like, hey, I know we've gone 0-5 in bowl games, and this time we're going to play this one, and we're 10-point underdogs. Why don't y'all come out and watch a game? Like, 
with no head coach. Yeah, I mean that's 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 such a hard sell, right? But if you're like, you know what, we're nine and zero. We just beat Arkansas or whatever it was, right? We just beat Arkansas. Come out. Yeah, I saw y'all beat Arkansas. That was fun. It's really down to that. And if you want to know, like some ulterior, the guy talking about uh, you brought out the analytics. Yeah, the analytics were else. How many else? I counted them up. There it is. Um, if you look at if you look at the reason North Texas, you know, had to fire South Trail is because he was losing, right? He lost all the big games, big games that are get people into the stand games, right? You lose all those bowl games, people are not going to be excited. And it takes a consistent amount of winning in those kinds of games and the other ones to rebuild that relationship. So you cut it off, then now everybody's like, all right, I'm excited. We got a chance, right? There's that n- same old North yeah. Texas is gone because you're at like at least, you know, took the guy whose face was like, Seth the Trail welcomes you to North Texas football. Now it's like, all right, well, that guy's associated with losing. Cut him out. Next step for the new guy. Because it's happened every single season. Uh, yes. This season was SMU. Seasons prior, we had excitement. Then we when we bring UAB here and and we crap the bed, they blow us out. Yeah. Um, and we were just t- tired of being excited because things ended well. You know, he went on a five win win uh win streak last season or whatever that was. Um, and then we started this season pretty terribly. There was a little bit of excitement, so we brought people to SMU, but then we saw what what happened there, and yeah. we were just tired of that. We were. We're, as fans, as the amount of time and money that we've been investing, I drove down to San Antonio with my wife to watch the game. <laughs> I knew we were going to lose. I didn't expect us to win at all. But you know, if you were going to ask me, I was like, "Yeah, North Texas, we're gonna we're gonna beat UTSA." Yeah. Um, but I didn't expect the, that win to go into the bowl game. Do I expect the win? No. <laughs> Boise State. I mean, if we score twenty points against Boise State, I'll be happy. Yeah. I mean, so so all of that, like, you know, it is an entertainment business. I think that's the thing that gets lost a lot of times. It's an entertainment business. You got to go out there and put on a show. Um, and the one thing people like to see is winning, right? You win, they'll stay interested. Then they want more, like, can you win, but, like, score some more touchdowns? <laughs> can you win, but, like, um, you know, not be boring? You know what I mean? Yeah, you just want to want three yards, cloud of dust, that kind of stuff. Um, and so... Yeah, it, it you need excitement, you need some offense, but you also you also can't allow a lot of points. You know what I mean? You can't be the classic Seth Luttrell kind of thing. That was a big question about him. He's going to be put up a lot of points, give up a lot of points, right? He's an offensive guy. That's always the case. Defensive guys, it's always like, yeah, they stop everybody, but they can't move the ball. Can't score. Yeah, yeah. you got to find the happy medium, and then you can be, um, you know, you can win. It's going to be tough. The AC is tough. North Texas still is a good job. Uh, there's a lot of recruiting talent here. There are a lot of people here. There's a lot of money. And, money, you know, yeah, yeah I mean, in, in Dallas-Fort Worth, right, like you have to find somebody to tap into it. And right now, TCU is hot. SMU kind of, you know, the midland. Um, but SMU will all, because of the boomers, they'll always have that, that remember the eight glory days of the 70s yeah, and the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Always have if they win six games or say SMU is awesome they're they're the team of, of North <laughs> Texas but I digress yeah I mean as I'm saying is it, it takes you get a smart marketing guy and then you you um you sell like yeah we're you know we're everybody else right you can you can do that you have to bring them in and maybe it's giveaways right to people of Dallas 
to people out in McKinney or something like that. I don't know. You, you, you build the relationships out there. You can't just say, come. You got to go bring them, right? Grab them and bring them in. And, I mean, it's, it's that way everywhere. It's tough. It's tough. It's entertainment business, and live sports are a hard sell because you could be watching on your phone, right? You could be watching literally anywhere else and doing anything. Not in Conference USA. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, I mean, like you could watch anything on your phone. Like you literally, right? You know, like all of everything's collapsing. That your phone has everything. It. I mean, you watch your friend do your TikTok dances or whatever. Like you just, it's there's so much entertainment literally at your fingertips that it's hard. Any inconvenience, I gotta go park. I gotta walk. I gotta do this it becomes an excuse to say, you know what, I'll just not, and I'll be here. It's very difficult. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like um, a place like San Antonio, and I'm, and I'm not picking on UTSA here, but, you know, it's a city of, what, 2 million people? I, I don't know the actual yeah. number. Yeah, it's like 2.5 uh, million. And have they ever so- sold out the Alamo yeah. Dome? No, no. It, it, it takes superhuman efforts, right? Everybody, come on out. I bought tickets for these kids, and this guy bought tickets for that. And we're going to block up 1,000 to bring them in, and they got 41,000, which is a lot, right? But uh, the Alamo Bowl is going to sell out. It's going to be 65,000 for Texas, right? Because they just have exactly, more food. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, so that comparing all those things, I, I don't think it's hard. It, you just, 30,000 is a good seating arrangement. You probably can maybe. Fix the sun, maybe put some chair backs on there. I don't. I, I was I was talking to somebody else and saying like, if you want to get people to have a good experience there, I don't know. Do like VIP student section, right? Like, like just by default, invest in that. Put chair backs in the student section. Give them in seat service. It's all free. And then that way, when they're like, you know, I liked that. And they're like, well, great. You can pay for it now that you're in a lump <laughs> and you sit on the other side. And then it's the same stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it, they. I think bleachers are cheap, right? But I I don't know anybody that's excited to go sit in a bleacher. So, yeah. I mean, but then uh, it always goes back to what I was saying before, right? It's on us. Like, you got to get a few more raises so that way you can donate. You know, the Aldo Avenue presents all the chairs or chair back seats now, right? Couple million. Section. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, like when they all stand up, it's your, your face giving a thumbs up, like as the picture, <laughs> they form that picture. Um, all right, so that's that. It's a good job. I, I, you get the small town college feel of Denton, but also you get the, it's close to civilization. You're like, that's great. What, what like in Lubbock, it's like, what's, what do you want to go do? Well, we can go sit in a truck out in a field and drink. Like, uh, Shoot some <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right. <laughs> And then you're like, this is cool, small town in college town. Uh, but what if we go like, I don't know, you literally can go see, do Practice anything. tortilla tossing form. <laughs> yeah. So the way you want to do, you want to flick that <laughs> wrist, right? You want to flick it and it'll wrist. fly. I let me tell you. Yeah. So that's what, yeah, I get that. You're going to say something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you know, if we hosted the bowl, I, I was going to complain about bowl game attendance now that we're talking about putting butts in seats and entertainment. Mm-hmm. We're hosting it in Frisco, right? And nobody in Frisco gives a crap about North Texas, right? <laughs> Last year at the Frisco Classic, the first annual ever Frisco Classic. The first uh, last football, was football classic. 11,000 yeah. people in the city of Frisco. North Texas has never had, or Apogee Stadium probably has never had that low of, of an attendance yeah. during Seth Luttrell's career at the very least. Yeah. And that, I mean, 
some of that was pandemic related, so I'll just kind of say, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll just put an asterisk about it. I think this one is not going to be super well attended, but for more reasons than just the North Texas thing, I think it's also, what is that, that AXS app? I don't know. They're like, download this app or else you can't get in. That already gives me a little skeevy feelings. <laughs> like, I don't want to download your app to get in. I don't even like downloading the Ticketmaster thing. I don't like doing the Ticketmaster thing. Yeah, that was frustrating. Yes. Uh, I don't, I'm not excited about that. But whatever. I, I don't I don't really care about the bowl games as much as I care about the Conference USA Championship game. And I felt I under, it's understandable why a lot of people couldn't travel five hours down on a Friday, right, with relatively short notice. And... I, you know, I think there was like 13, 1,500 people total. I thought it's a decent turnout for what it was, given every all the circumstances. But I think those are the games we have to be able to travel to. Like, Also, yeah. it'd be great could if we, we, we could host that thing. It would be great to host it, but we also have to act like a big school fan base yeah. where we go travel well. And, and I'll admit, I don't travel to hardly any away games. Yeah, That's just because of my situation, kids and stuff. It's hard to, to get out. Yeah. Uh, but you know, students have to be able to to get out there. We have to be able to provide the transportation for the students that, to get it, get them out there to f- act like a uh, AAC school now. And yeah, so I think I think like I mean I don't know. I, I really haven't looked at AAC stuff. I think UTSA fans travel well, but I think there's a the caveat is that they have a lot of people that are just really wanting football, right? In San Antonio. There's no, there's no, no people. There's no football anywhere. Like in Dallas, you can go to Cowboys game. Like you can go to the game, but in like San Antonio, I know like the the local radio station would do, like Cowboys bus things. Like you win a thing so you can take a bus up to Dallas to go watch the Cowboys game. You know what I mean, like there's so many sports. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, I'm saying like people wanted big time stuff. Like you can go up to Austin to that one, but it's still a travel. There's a lot of people that are just excited to do tailgating, and a lot of people excited just to be. Like having a party. San Antonio is very good at doing that kind of stuff. They supported like the, what were they called? The oh the the Commanders, the San Antonio Commanders, uh, very well. Oh yeah, yeah. That, it, is that the XFL? Or? Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever it was. Um, the then it died. I like I talked to just two random fans before the Western Kentucky uh, version of the conference championship game last year. Uh, I was picking up my media credentials and they were just there and they were like, I was like, oh, so y'all like big UTSA fans or something? They're like, nah, we just like football, man. Like, we were season ticket holders to that other one, and they left. So we're just excited to, you know, we like football. So, like, are there a lot of people like that that are that are also North Texas fans? Or are there a lot of people like that that are choosing the Frisco Bowl over, like, say, the Armed Forces Bowl or the, what is it, the First Responders thing or whatever it's called now? Or or they're choosing, you know, TCU or SMU or yeah. – whoever or even a different sport i'd rather go watch you know yeah go to the dr pebble Brock park or watch the dallas stars play yeah. down the street yeah they're, they're like in san antonio like that night championship conference championship night you could have watched the like nine and 17 san antonio spurs play uh and get get whooped by the pelicans or you could have went to the utsa championship game you know those are your two choices or you can, i guess you can watch high school football i think there were some championship games out there but it was it was that, that was it right there's no there's no anything else going on in Dallas. You can go watch hockey you can go watch minor league hockey. You're going to watch, uh, you know, the Mavericks, uh, or you can, you know, like go Texas up Texas legends. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's one of the great things about Dallas. I like that a lot when I live there. I miss it a lot. 
um, when people are like, you know, what's what's this town like? I was like, well, let me tell you, I miss Dallas because <laughs> there's always <laughs> something going on. Uh, you have an arch. Yeah. You have an arch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the, like I, I was saying this, right? Dallas is like L.A. but without Hollywood, right? It got a lot of people who think they're in Hollywood, but there's a lot to do, um, and it's a little regionalistic within the city. And, you know, it's it's very, well, it's, I don't want to say fake, but there's a lot of strivers, <laughs> we'll put it that way, people who want to make some of themselves, right? We'll say, we'll say it that way, kind way. And, you know, I think that can be, there's a lot of people that left, when you graduate from Lubbock, right? Right, got my degree. Where am I going to go in the world? You go to Dallas, right? Because that's where, that's where it is. You graduate from Oklahoma. You're not going to Tulsa. You know, you're going down to Dallas. You're, you're, you're that's where everybody goes. Uh, you graduate from UT. You go up to Dallas. Maybe you go to Houston, but you go up to Dallas. Um, and so there's a lot of other people there. So all the people that were like, this is, they're already, they already have allegiances there. So it's it's tough in that respect that you can't just roll out the carpet. You got to go work. And I don't think that's bad. I don't see that as a, a negative. I just see that that's the path that you got to take. And so you lay that out. Be clear about it. We gotta, you got to work for it. You got to earn it. But when you do it right, the rewards will be great, right? Because all those things will, will help you in that way. Um, so. And I just don't feel like we've done it. No, I mean, for a lot of reasons, right? I think North Texas historically, like way before my time, they got in their own way, Um you know, it was one of those schools like, ah, you know, I don't want to, we're not about that. And they didn't really want to chase it. And then it's only re- in recent years, I would say like what, 95 to now, that, that you have more aggressive, like, leadership. And, you know, um, the groundwork was laid for Texas, tech, excuse me, Texas A&M, um, and those programs, even like Texas Tech, long before it was for North Texas. And, you know, the f- they're still bearing fruit, right? You know, it was the best time to plant a tree. It's either, you know, 20 years ago or right now, right? Like, that's that's the time to do it. Trees weren't planted for North Texas 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 50 years ago. And so now's the time to plant some trees and, and then enjoy that. All the investment that North Texas has been doing over the last 10 years or so under Ben Baker and and then uh, RV, some of that, it's going to bear fruit, right? People are like, look at that stadium. It's a great stadium. Look at the practice facility. It's great. You know, all those investments made are going to bear fruit. Now they're in the AAC. They can go out there and compete. Uh, there are worse places to be for North Texas, and they're not yeah, in those. Yes, it's it's great. And you and I have watched this program for the last, what, 19 seasons, I want to say? Yeah, geez, don't say something like that. <laughs> we've been participating yeah. in North yeah. Texas football for 19 seasons. I, yeah. I want to say 19, maybe 18, whatever. Yeah. And we've watched it grow from, you know, just a few years after going moving from Division Two or whatever it was to yeah. uh, FBS, and watching Daryl Dickey um, win with what what he had you know, back in Fouts and stuff, and then we bring in Todd Dodge trying to be exciting, trying to connect with the, with the high schools in Texas that failed. We didn't have the money to replace them quickly enough, yeah, and he stuck around for a long time. Then we moved on to Dan McCarney. We had more excitement. We started to feel like a bigger school. He he brought that that feeling here. Um, and then we had the money to to fire him early, and then uh, bring in Seth Lutero. And every step has been a positive step. I feel since uh, since moving on from Todd Dodge, moving on from from Rick Varial and 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 getting. Uh, uh, he uh, pronounces it Baker. Villarreal. Oh, that's right. My bad. I always got to do that backward translation, like a Villarreal. 
<laughs> and uh, you know, moving uh, to to Ren Baker, and and it's just felt like we've become a more grown up school that we're we're moving into acting more like a like a big athletic program. Yeah, like I think that's the thing is like um, Ren Baker. You know, there was some back and forth about what. Like oh, some you guys kiss the ground he walks on. I thought he did a good job modernizing the program. Like if if you want to criticize him and say, well, he didn't take enough chances, or maybe he was looking to get out too early, whatever. Um, like I don't necessarily agree with those, but I think you can make those arguments, whatever. I think he did a good job modernizing the program, like fin- financially, right? Getting books in order. Um, from all indications, the people I talked to, it was like kind of run like a mom and pop shop. And the leadership didn't have the best reputation. It was sort of like, really, this guy? Man, this is what we're what are we dealing with here? And I thought that he presented the athletics department much more professionally, and people were more readily, uh, uh, more ready to do business with him, right? And you know, the university and the, that stuff, and that cleared the way for a more efficient way of doing things, right? And I think you can see that, like. All the stuff feels better. It feels easier. It's not just like second class kind of stuff. Now you might be like, well, I had a the the faucet was leaking in the Apogee Stadium. Whatever. That that's a little secondary. Uh, some of that has to do with pandemic stuff. I, I mean, again, I, I was saying I went out to Red Robin. My kid likes Red Robin for whatever. I was like, fine, we'll go here. And midway through dinner service, they were like, you know what? We're just not serving anybody anymore. We're like, okay. <laughs> Like, we just, we just can't get people to work. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess we're going to take our check. We were, like, finishing up. But I just, they were just, like, declaring that to somebody else walking in. It's hard to hire people now. So, you know, everywhere, every event I've been to had somebody kind of doing some of that. So they're having trouble at the Red Robin. It's hard to have, you know, get people to go be the janitor at Apogee Stadium. It's tough. So a little grade on the curb there, right? Um, And to your point, right, we're set up for the future, and that's the good part. Is that uh, I try not to get too high or low, and then like, overreact like, "Oh, Boise's winning right now. We got to do everything like Boise," or what was it when SMU was kind of making a little bounce, or when TCU was doing a this or that. I think you have to figure out what's best for you and your program, and start building that way. Like we said, you can't model it like Boise State because Boise State has a completely different situation than North Texas, based in Denton, in Dallas, Fort Worth. It's a different thing. Like we have some of those UCLA USC problems, where UCLA is winning. You look at their stadium and only you know there's nobody there. I think somebody's like on the board. They're like, yeah, but it's different because they. Yes, it's a lot different. My point is that even a good UCLA team with a brand and all that stuff can't get people to care. Why is that? Is it because UCLA? It's because it's LA and there's a thousand things to do there. And if football is not the number one thing. You're like, I'm not going to drive in L.A. traffic to go to UCLA game, sit out at the Rose Bowl from, you know, that was built in 1930-whatever. I'm going to do literally anything else, right? Go hang out with a movie star. Go to the beach. Go to a movie. Hang be in my movie. Yeah. I'm going I'm to do anything else. There's a thousand things to do. So Dallas is a lot like that, right? If North Texas is not the number one thing, if they're not flaming everybody by 50 points, you're like, I got to get up there to Den and go see that. Um like, ah, should we go? It's not just part of. It's not just the score. It's also who we're playing. Yes, yes. All, all the stuff. All the stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I see that. We're gonna, you want to go watch you uh, watch North Texas play UAB this weekend? And they're like, what? Who? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's what I mean. Is that like 
it's everything from the scheduling to the opponent to how you're taking. It's entertainment, man. Like you can't like when I was a wrestling fan when I was a kid, you know, like you're right, it's the Undertaker against some guy, the jobber guy. You're like, okay, I'll watch it. But it's like it's the Undertaker against Yokozuna. Yeah, mom, can we pay the twenty five whatever so I can buy the pay per view so I can watch the match? That's exciting, right? North Texas against you know whoever like you said UAB. You know, if if you have to get somebody to be like, no, no, UAB is pretty good. They have a good running game, and then you know they you have to have somebody explaining that. That's what we try to do in Migrant Nation. It's hard. The casual fan is not super interested in all that. So, oh, even me, like a hardcore fan, like, is it on TV? Uh, <laughs> I'll get the email, and it's like, buy two tickets for for eight dollars each. I'm like, okay, you got me. Yeah, eight dollar tickets. I will go watch that. Yeah, you represent the cheapskate fan. We always need those people. I, I get some texts, <laughs> like even from my friend. Like, you know, friends will text me and they, they have some hot sports opinions on it. I'm like, yeah, those are good opinions. Um, and you're asking me for my opinions. I literally just did an hour show on this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I wrote about it too. Did you read it? Like, ah, oh, yeah, I haven't caught up on it. I'm, like, yeah. I'm not gonna give I'll, you. I'll read it. I'll read it tomorrow. <laughs> I'll, I promise. I'm gonna give you personalized hot takes, man. I'm uh, listening to it right now. <laughs> I get a lot of that too. <laughs> Even my brother was like, uh, is UNT good? And I was like, you haven't been reading the blog. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, all right. So getting, getting back to it is that, yes, that Jared Mosley, like, you know, we got to take it to the next step that we have to schedule well. And that's tough. It's tough to schedule from a J5 point of view. Um, but that's how you get people in. Coach, you got to win. And it's going to get better, I feel. That was my point earlier about the who are we playing, UAB, oh, who's that? Moving into the AAC, scheduling is going to get a little bit more... You know, UAB is in the AAC. <laughs> I know, I do understand that. But we're, we're, if we're going to be playing guys like, you know, Memphis at home, that's yeah. an easier sell. Um, Maybe. Cal at home. Uh, are there a lot of people that are like, ooh, Memphis, you know? I don't, I don't know those people, but okay. They're a bigger <laughs> brand. If you say UAB, they're going to be like... Trying to figure out what that stands for. I mean, UAB. I think UAB. Yeah, I get that. But then, like, like Charlotte's a tough just because you're not. There's not a lot of Charlotte people around here. Maybe they'll someone fly out, but it's gonna be pretty sparse. I mean, I I still think the biggest part about going to the AAC is. I mean, I don't really care about Tulsa. Tulsa doesn't have a lot of fans. Um, but it's being in the conference with a Rice, UTSA, and uh, who else? Uh, I mean, I guess Tulsa's just right there. It's being close, so we can travel. We have that potential, so we can get there. Um, I mean, I maybe it's from um, because I'm from San Antonio, and I'm just a better fan that way. <laughs> but I like yeah. to go to some of those things. You know what I mean, <laughs> I, I understand that, but yeah. it, you know, we're the goal is to not just us go because we know we're yeah. gonna go no matter if we're playing Texas Southern or yeah. um, Army. Um, that's the best I could think of. That's, Army. That's that small that's brand Army. <laughs> that's the best I could pull. Uh, that's the problem. A little but known program pretty, Army. I don't know if you know they played a game today. I don't know if anybody watched that game. Like, like if you say Coastal Carolina, people are like, oh, okay, well, Coastal Carolina. If no, no, I, I don't know about that. Appalachian State. That, that really yeah. depends on Coastal Carolina. Like they built their brand recently, and so is App State. Those are more known. That's what than, I mean. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. As you start mentioning those names, you get a little bit more peaked interest, but then you start dropping names like SMU in the region. Um, uh, Tulsa is a little bit more recognizable, um, especially with the older crowd. Uh, Tulane um, is a big name. Big name. I say, I'm saying <laughs> that with, with quotation marks. A bigger name um, regionally. 
the that is more well, fun to watch. I, I see your point. I don't necessarily agree with these supporting arguments. I think they're undermining your point a little bit. But I know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm moving up <laughs> gradually before I yeah. say bigger names. Which yeah. now as I'm speaking, I can't think of the the bigger names. That, well, because Houston and Cincinnati are leaving. They've been the they're biggest gone. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I think that's it. I guess you we'll know. go back to Memphis. Memphis. <laughs> Good old Memphis. Uh, you know, college football powerhouse. You don't even. You just show the logo. Everybody knows what's up. Um. But yeah, those schools that have good basketball programs and people are like, oh, I know they're good at basketball. I'm gonna watch them play football. So I, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I, I think there's uh, the other uh, Cal's coming to town, right? Still, still doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they haven't canceled yet. <laughs> they, they, they don't have any money to cancel. I think the, you know, going forward, I'd like, I'd like to see just clean up on all those lower tier SEC. Pac-12, Big Ten programs, right? Like in Illinois, they you can play in Illinois, right? We played at Missouri. Uh, I think SEC maybe they, they you can't pay them enough money to do a home and home, but like a Pac-12 team, you can probably get them over here. Like, can we get BYU over here? Maybe they're a little they're a little snotty. Not right now, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, I think like a Washington State that their name team you probably can get mm-hmm. them over here right they're they're small enough but they have a little little traveling thing a cow we already got that one um Oregon's probably too big but uh you know like a Utah would they do it no i don't know Th- as i'm saying th- there's some of those things in there you can probably do a two for one but like Utah Illinois maybe a little bit too big but maybe a Wash- university of washington yeah um i mean i like we went up to Iowa that was cool I, what about like a Northwestern? I don't hate that one. What about like a Rutgers? You know what I mean, they'd probably come through here. You know, it just. Yeah, but they're not good anymore. No, I know, but people know Rutgers. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Um, I don't. Would we be excited to see them? Would they? Would we increase attendance? Like, hey, we got Rutgers coming here. That would be interesting. You probably do a two for one on a Rutgers, right? But the Big Ten got such a big contract, so maybe I'm just kind of I'm I'm wrong on all I those. Think you're, I think you're presenting the exact same argument I was presenting a second ago. Well, but no, out of conference, guys. No, sort of. My point always was that I think like a cow. Like I always like that one. Like one, that's a good trip for us for North Texas. Yeah, it's a good brand. Like part of building a schedule is entertaining us. Like give us some places to go. Right. Um, I wanted I, it was great going to Berkeley. I had a good time in San Francisco. Right. Like we went up there. We had a good time. Uh, they saw us and then they're going to come. They're going to return the, the, the favor. That's a cool one. I like the Texas Tech one. I don't really want to go to Lubbock, but, you know, that's a brand. They'll come over here. Um, and then like stuff like that. I think there's some easy wins like Washington State. They'd probably travel. They're not that big. They have a name. Right. We can go up there to Washington and they can come down here. I think that's fine, and that will that'll boost the the attendance a little bit. Like, hey, we got Washington. We did it with Indiana. That's, that's kind of what I'm trying to go back to. We did it with Indiana. That's one of those Big Ten teams. You're like, yeah, Indiana. They're they're everybody knows Indiana. Oh, good yeah. point. Are we doing that with Wyoming? I feel like we did a home and home with Wyoming. I don't remember. But I, see, Wyoming doesn't really move the move the needle for me. But yeah, I see your point. Um, so I, I'd like to see some of that. You know what? We got a contact over there at West Virginia. Let's get West Virginia in That's Apogee. Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> um, so hopefully that works out. And you got to win. And, and like I said, you got you got We need a program salesman here. That I like Seth Luttrell for a lot of reasons. But looking back on it, I watched the, his intro press conference. 
he's like clearly reading hair's kind of tussled uh and we're we're, we're gonna we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do so great you know like it's just not very salesman -y. like you need a little bit more of a salesman and Dan McCartney, for all his faults, he was a great quote, right? <laughs> None the little vodka mm. can't. Like th that, that's good stuff. Is that you need some of that little pizzazz to sell in Dallas because you're in Dallas, right? It's a, you gotta. When people are talking about Dion, and when people are turned off by Dion, I think the the fact that he knows how to sell is the positive, right? People care about Colorado now because Dion's being Dion. And that you need some of that. You need a little bit of Lane Kiffin in there. You need a little little pizzazz in Dallas. Sell the thing. It you have to have that because it's a it's a town that is saturated with entertainment, and you can't be boring. You know. Yeah, and and guys like Lane Kiffin, who's got that unique personality, like the he's a great coach, great strategist. But it's not just that. It's that personality, that Twitter personality presence yeah, that he's all got. of it. Mike, and the Mike Leachisms. Yeah, it's like if if Seth, the whole thing was like, well, Seth's not like that, but his offense is going to entertain and they're going to win. And when it was good, they got the attention, they got people caring. That you know, Seth the show was on Jim Rome show, whatever. Because yeah, he he, it, did, he didn't have to carry the team or the the program with his personality. He was carrying it with the the wins. Yeah, and then when when that didn't happen, then you got nobody there, and you'd be like, oh well, everybody got to come out and support the people. Yeah, the people that are out there just to support, they're there. It's everybody else that you need. You know, it's people that just want to go see a football. They're like, yeah, let's go. It's fun. Those are the people you're trying to sell to. Um, we, we went a little bit long on all that. Uh, the bowl game's coming up. Boise State's going to be tough. It's in a week's time. There are still tickets. Go buy them. Uh, Aldo will be in the stadium press box covering that one. I will be heckling. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, I, I don't know. Do you want to tweet on Mingry Nation? Should I give you the ability to tweet on Mingry Nation? Or you just want to tweet it from your own? I'll just tweet it. It's too much. I'm too old for that. <laughs> I got a switch though. What is going on? Don't mess with my what buttons. Tickety tuck <laughs> going on. Um, all right, so th there's that. And um, what else was I gonna say? The basketball team won tonight. They are they were out in in Phoenix, uh, playing they the Grand Canyon in, University. In the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah. Um, a little little scene game, I guess. I don't know, not a whole lot of buzz about it. But North Texas won. Uh, conference. Um, conference play is heating up. It's, it's coming around the corner. I think the 22nd of December, North Texas plays at UTSA. That's a good one if y'all want to go down there. You're down there. You go heckle them uh, a little bit. But uh, you know what they're going to say. Yeah, you know what they're going to say. Hey, we beat you in the football. Um, but it should be an easy win because UTSA sucks. Um, also, they, they got the worst worst basketball arena. It sucks, man. Um, what else is going on? Um Women's, you know, the thing, women's basketball is struggling mightily right now. They are very bad. They're getting blown out a lot, and that's non good. Yeah, um, just a little thing there, right? I mean, I think Jared Mosley, you know, he has a relationship with all them. I like Jaylee Mitchell. You know, she's a North Texas alum, um, and they did a really good job in the conference tournament last season. So this is sort of like a blip, but. You know, I know not a whole lot of people care about North Texas women's basketball. It just literally from the from the the feedback I get, uh, but just worth noting. Um, men's basketball feeling good. Uh, you know, squeak one out against Grand Canyon. It was a tough game, a lot of defense. 
Um, Greg and I talked about it last podcast. I think that it's about building towards a tournament, right? So they're still on track to do that. We want to build the the kind of relationships. I, I saw like Huntsbury's. Uh, he's getting into the lane. I like that. I basically made the points about that one last week, so I won't rehash. Well, that. And, and there's buzz about the entire conference itself, uh, especially the teams that are moving on to the AAC. Um, there's buzz about the basketball teams um, yeah. doing well. I think they've all got winning records. Yeah, FAU is uh, they're sort of like the they're doing the Clubber Lang story arc, right? Like if you watch any Rocky movie from like Rocky three on, it's like that. Like the bad guy just whooping everybody down, like one to two punches, you know, punching a guy out the ring kind of deal. FAU is doing that right now, you know, and you're just like, I don't know, Rock, this guy looks tough. It's kind of like that, and. uh you know, UAB, we knew they were going to be uh, scary. And so North Texas is like, well, they're kind of struggling trying to get it all together. It very much is a Rocky movie in that way. We're like, I don't know. We're we're worrying about family life here. And, I mean, come on. This guy is killing people over here. You know? Come on. So that's what's happening here. It's very much the Rocky movie. And uh, you got to look out for FAU. They're going to be tough. That's coming up. Um, I think Greg's going to write up something. We got, uh, so y'all, y'all read Alex Kelly is going to do some stuff for Mean Green Nation. Y'all go out and support the program, meaning me, <laughs> the show, <laughs> support the site. Uh, so that way I can kick some money here and there to some of these people, especially like freelancers and stuff like that. And also pay like the hosting. Every time y'all are reading more of Mean Green Nation, it costs me just a little bit more money, which is not a big deal. But yeah, you know. Yeah, quit freeloading. <laughs> I just read it. <laughs> there's the annual one, and then there's the there's the monthly one. Um, I tweeted it out, and I get you know it increased a little bit more. I appreciate that. I d- appreciate each and every one of you, and we're gonna try to keep doing it. It just makes it a little easier to keep doing it. Uh, nobody's getting rich out here. I still gotta go grind away on my day job. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I'll let you know if you if y'all support the site enough where I don't have to work, because uh, then you know <laughs> it'll be pretty obvious. Um, but there you go. Anything else? I think we hit all the points. Uh, Aldo says he wants to see the mighty power that is Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> put some respect on that name, Grandpa. Tulsa Hurricanes. You know what? What did you? <laughs> what did you most appreciate about your life? Was it seeing me born? No, son. It was uh, <laughs> I saw Tulsa at Apogee. <laughs> Back in two zero two two. <laughs> so Tulsa had apogee. That's a highlight. I could have died that day. I would have been happy. <laughs> uh, sorry, that just makes me laugh. Uh, Tulsa and Tulane. Those are the t- teams. I was working <laughs> up. There, there ain't no <laughs> up. There's schools. nothing else there. <laughs> I mean, Houston came to, to to apogee twice, and they had a lot of people, and they whooped us twice. So there you go. Because of Case Keenum, and I don't remember the second time. Yeah, uh, Tune, whatever his name. Um, Oh, Nathan Toon? Yeah. Clayton like Toon? Clay, whatever. Which, we had Nathan, and then it was Clayton. Yeah, Clayton Toon came over here and whooped us. Um, look, I don't think North Texas is in a bad spot. I think we can expect the, the hire fairly soon. Uh, it's All the coaches are in a weird spot because they can't recruit. They're not recruiting. They have no head coach. You know, it's kind of a weird thing going on right now. But I think North Texas has a good enough roster, even if there's some churn. And there's going to be churn. Just let's throw that out there. 
whatever happens, some guys are going to get, it's going to be churned. I'd like to see some of the people that are very good in this program stay. That's always a tough thing to do, though. Like, everybody likes Luke Valerius. Everybody likes Patrick Cobbs. Um, I think Phil Bennett's done a solid job, but I think he's yeah, probably going to move Phil on. Bennett. Yeah, I think he's probably going to move on. Um, Mike Blesh has done a good job, but I can't really see him staying, especially if we hire another. Gone. Yeah, he's he's going to be gone. Um, no, he already is gone. Oh, uh, did he sign somewhere else or something like that? Or yeah, he, he went to. Did he say that? Did I miss that? I thought you tweeted about it. No. Um, I'm blanking on on the name. Did he go Give to me Cal? Two seconds. Did he go to Cal? Did I miss it already? I don't even remember. He went to Cal. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. Because we're gonna play them next year. Or yeah. yeah, next season. Yeah. Um. I. I don't remember to retweet that. I did miss a lot of stuff today. Uh, I think in the super secret chat, you were saying, what it was like a like a watch movies kind of day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I watched plane train planes, trains, and automobiles because I love that movie, <laughs> and the Batman. Those are and not my pillows. Son, <laughs> my son watched. <laughs> Elf. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's. I know for a fact, statistically, nobody's really like the only the diehards at this point. Um. I watched uh, Avatar again. Like it was oh, the original. Yeah, one. yeah. So, yeah. So we I watched. Like we watched some uh, some World Cup games, and then we had sort of a pajama day. Also, right? We're just all hanging around the house yeah. and yeah. like yeah, not. We watched England versus France and what was it? Morocco. Yeah, Morocco is just upset. Everybody that was crazy. Um, so we were just all hanging out, and then you know the kids are just whatever. I was like. I was thinking about taking them to the movies, maybe. I was like, you know, the new avatars. I was like, have y'all seen the old avatar? I was like, it'd be an easy one to watch. It takes like three hours to watch. Uh, like, we'll get some popcorn. We'll all be here gathered around in like the upstairs living room kind of deal and just watch it. And we did, and they had a good time. And my, at least my youngest daughter, she's, you know, pouncing around like she's one of the Navi, you know, like hissing at things. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know. <laughs> my eldest kid is asking about uh i guess why the scientists was trying to take their stuff or whatever they had a good time they enjoyed it um and uh, i was like here's some good news and the kid's like give me the good news and then the bad news what's the bad news <laughs> <laughs> and she hisses at me uh, i was like the good news is that there's going to be a part two with that and i showed them the trailer and they're excited about it maybe it's more monsters that are going to eat them and I'm like, what's the bad news? The bad news is it's bedtime. <laughs> Go to sleep. Um, yeah. So we did that. We hung out. So I missed out on a few of that kind of thing. I I, I think I wrote some. Uh, was it Friday? Like I seen the the journalist guy Grant Wall die. Just kind of you know, just yeah, it was shocking. It was shocking. And you know, so I wasn't lying. I was like, you know, you really got to appreciate all your kids. And so we'll hang out. And we we did a little bit of that. So my apologies that I missed Mike Blush leaving to Cal, but he left the Cal. Oh, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I, I think the, the rest of the staff they're they're gonna be everybody's out there kind of looking. But I'd like definitely like a Patrick Cobbs, um, some of the other people that were instrumental in making the good parts of the program good recently. I think there were a lot of folks there, but the nature of it is yeah. that it's probably gonna be like two two guys are gonna stay. That's it. There's going to be some su big surprises, probably, but both good and bad. Uh, yeah. But, you know, this is going to be a new program moving forward. Yeah, and, I mean, thanks to everybody that was a part of it. There were, there were some definite good there. 
And yeah, I thank them for their time. <laughs> we'll have the memories. <laughs> we'll have them beating UTSA, uh, messing up their undefeated season, which is great. Very, very good time. We'll have them, you know, setting records, 475 yards rushing against Louisiana Tech. That was fun, especially since Louisiana Tech seemingly always set records against us, right? It was like Carlos Henderson and then that running back dude. Yeah, stuff like that. So it was always good to get one over on Dixon. them. Yeah. Kenneth Dixon, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's good to get, get a little one over on them. Uh, but, yeah. So, bowl game next. We'll, we'll be... We'll be podcasting after that one, you know. Not before. <laughs> oh, do you want it? You want to do a bowl game preview? You want to break down Boise State? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's gonna happen, guys. <laughs> We're going to lose. <laughs> They're going to win. All right. So, so, I, I mean, I really don't even know what. Like, Ani's gonna go to the draft, right? He's gonna play in a bowl game. That's which is kind of cool. I think he wants to sort of show out. So he's gonna be like, he's gonna be at the line checking. It's gonna be a run play. It's gonna be like, uh. We're going, uh, we're calling six, guys. We're going to throw, I'm going to chuck it deep every time. Um, so there's a little bit of that. And then, uh, you know, the, it's a good buy. I encourage everybody who can to go to the game. Uh, I can't, um, but. Yeah, it's easy yeah. to get there. So Toyota Stadium, there's tons of parking. You don't have to pay for parking. Well, let me rephrase that. There is paid parking there, but there's p- plenty of public parking around. And, and very walkable. Yeah. Uh, tickets are, should be cheap uh, for the game. I definitely recommend. There's tons of places to eat right around the stadium. Yeah. Um, you go make the, a day uh, of it, right? Yeah, exactly. Bring the kids. There's plenty of green space for them to play around and stuff right before the game. Um, I The alumni tailgate is at um, Grandscapes in the Colony. Yeah. And I'm blanking on the name of the bar that they're going to, but it's out there. Which is about eh, like a fifteen-minute drive up um, the tollway uh, to get there. Um, I don't know if I'll make it, but whatever. Yeah. The, the game does start at eight, like eight fifteen, which by that point I'm already in pajamas, like ready, <laughs> getting ready for bed. So this is gonna be pretty tough. Well, you either gotta sleep in or take a nap or something. Like forego the alumni thing, take a nap. <laughs> <In the> first quarter. <laughs> well, <laughs> score. <laughs> and then I guess you can make it out there. Um, I mean, yeah, like this is a bowl that you know, like Louisiana Tech would come out and they would they would show out, they would fill up the stadium and they'd win. And you know, I think you got to win. You got we North Texas do a better job. I mean, I'm I'm talking about uh, establishing like entertainment. You got to win these things, man. Like you got to send people home happy and some of that just winning. And I think you know, going back to what we're saying, it, it's. There's nothing to lose, so uh, don't be conservative. Like you know, I'm joking about Austin on and throwing it deep, but uh, you know, break it all out. What do we have uh, in in trick plays? Let's have Kalon Horton throw it back to um, you know Ragsdale and have him chunk it up to Austin Ani running the post or something. You know what I mean, like break it all out. Be entertaining. <laughs> we kind of tried that at the UTSA at the conference championship. Yeah, I mean, do it again. You know what I mean. Let's let's see Jake Roberts throw to Varquez Gums, you know. Let's see Varquez Gums punt the ball or something. I don't know. like <laughs> do whatever. <laughs> let's see everything we got. Be entertaining at the very least. Just it just can't be. We're gonna hurry up and and just you know be boring and, and yeah, yeah, that is true. Here. Got nothing to lose. There's no head coach. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's like call all the plays that you're like. You know what? I wanted this play to be called. Mike Blesh is going. He's gonna be a cow. Get out of here, man. You know what I mean? 
Who's who's next? Um, I'm just gonna start saying words, make it sound like a play, and y'all pretend like you I know mean, this, the, everybody knows the plays already, right? Like Austin Ani could just be like, you know what? There's gonna be no play call. I'm just gonna come up to the line. I'm gonna look, and I'm gonna <laughs> call the play right here. Hey, uh, we're gonna do blue twenty six. Ready? Let's do it. And then and then they just go. Um, do whatever you want. <laughs> Yeah, th- that's a good way to get them confused. They're like, I don't know, this guy was running. <laughs> this guy looks like he was black for zone. <laughs> I don't know what to do, coach. <laughs> I don't know how to defend this team. <laughs> Started reading me a bedtime story. <laughs> but that's the cool part. So, so go out there and entertain people. Like, send even if it's gonna be just ten thousand North Texas fans. Whatever, send them home happy. They're like, man, that was fun. Build a little buzz so that you can sell them. That's been a, a big thing. Is all those bowl games they went to, you had no momentum into the next season. There's no good feelings going to the next one. And you got to start doing that now. Uh, hopefully, North Texas gets a coach hired this week just so that way they can be out there in one of those things like, oh, let's let's go to this island. New head coach, you know, uh, Garrett Riley. And we're going to talk to him. He's like, oh, well, you know, just it's going to be fun. We're going to, you know, whatever. He says all the things that all head coaches say. Um Right, you know what I mean, and maybe Aldo Avina could get down there, get a one-on-one exclusive. You know, <laughs> say, "Hey, what's up, coach?" <laughs> so, so, so you just ask him about breakfast and see if he tells you a long, <laughs> meandering story. You can text me. He's the one. He did it. He did it. He told me the story. It's great. So, are you a better interview than Jay Hobson? <laughs> he hated us. I don't know why. He was yeah. just very upset to be in the room with us. He would. Cross his arms and lean back. Like yeah. Classic <laughs> negative body language. Yeah. I mean, Doc Holliday wasn't really excited about being there either. He looked like we just interrupted his, his whiskey in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, kinda, he's like, yeah, well, I mean, uh, it starts with the head coach. You know, just very, very just like, burp. <laughs> um, there you go. Good times. Good times at Conference USA Media Days. Uh, we won't have any of those anymore. I think the AAC media days are different. So when those come around again, uh, it's gonna be different, man. We're gonna do it a different way. Yeah, I wonder. Do they? I don't even know if they where they host them or if it travels or whatever. Uh, I I, I can look it up. AAC media day. I forgot where it was last time. Because it was nice with conference USA. It was ten minutes from my house. <laughs> Is Eldo again being the cheap guy? Like, <laughs> not cheap, lazy. <laughs> it was. It was at like a ballroom, right? It held. It was held virtually last year, so that that's kind of the problem. I don't know where it's going to be this year. They they all changed it up. Um, they did a lot of virtual stuff. Everybody did, but like Conference USA, this last one they did it at the ballpark, well, at the new Rangers place, whatever it's called. Um, but I didn't get to go to that one, so. You know, there you go. AAC, we'll be there. We'll see what's up. We'll go interview coaches. I'll tell you which ones are fun to talk to. <laughs> and then, <laughs> that's how, though, like, man, Aldo really likes this guy. That's how we know he's going to be fired. <laughs> and you're like Mike, yeah, Mike Sanford. <laughs> you're like, that guy dresses well. <laughs> he's such a cool guy. Will Healy, he's going to go places. Yeah, the unemployment line. <laughs> Butch Davis. Yeah, Butch Davis. Who else did you <laughs> like there? The oh. Yeah. Uh, who who I didn't like or not didn't like, but not as enjoyable was like Bloomgren, uh, Dana Dimel, um <laughs> Who else? I I like I like Dana. It's Dana Dimmel, but yeah, Dimmel. I always get it wrong. Yeah, I like Dana Dimmel. He re- he remembered us. Yeah, you know, he was he like, hey, yeah. hey, what's up, he guys? Was, he's a nice guy. 
Yeah. And you're like, oh, I also, hate this. It's dude. all about the it's all about the coach speak. Wake, wake up in the morning, eat our whiskey, yeah. not whiskey, eat our Wheaties, go to practice and, and play football. Aldo's uh he has a maxim is like anybody who remembers who I am ain't worth talking to, let me tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> it must not be worth talking to. <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean I don't know. You see some things over some time. Like like Lane Kiffin is a terrible interview. Like he just he whispers the right question. You ask him the yeah. right question and he like lights up. He did. Uh, I asked him a couple questions. He liked and he lit up. He was excited about it. So there you go. Me and him are best friends now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he he'll like whisper. He's like, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think we just gotta. And then people are like all straining, and there's a lot of people there because they were just trying to get an easy yeah. quote from him. Well, he'll put his chin into his chest and just talk like this on the side. Yeah, yeah. What? Um, he's a bigger tweeter, I guess. Um, all right. So th- there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We're done with this episode of the Mingo Nation podcast. We have an athletic director. That's good. Now, just need a head coach and offensive coordinator. <laughs> well, he's gonna he's gonna bring that. You know, and a quarterback. Okay. Yeah. That's what, I mean, look, we got we need somebody can develop quarterbacks. If he looks at like if we see Gunnell and Reuter and uh who else was it Head? Stone. If we all see them get on the transfer portal bus, you know, then I think then that's more of an indictment on the previous regime. But if we see those guys and like, man, Grant Gunnell, seven thousand yards since the NCAA record, fifty nine touchdown passes, I'm gonna be just pissed at the previous one, you know? <laughs> That would be terrible. Like, God dang, this dude's just lay, slinging it. He's lighting him up. <laughs> he sh- it should be more of a troll move, like 420 attempts and 69 <laughs> touchdowns kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Grant Gunnell, Heisman Trophy winner. Um, yeah, that, that'd be crazy. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're actually done now. Go Mean Green. Go Mean Green. <laughs>